Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Cold Johnny. This story was adapted by Pauline Cordoner and me, and it's based on a folktale from Scotland. Here to read it to you, it is I, your storyteller, Chip the Chiller. This is part one, the start of the fun. So with a wink and a grin, let us begin. Warning. This story is a little scary, using something that doesn't exist to give you the thrill of a chill. In this case, it's a dead person walking around as a skeleton. If you find stories like this scary, that shows you are one of the best human beings there is, because it proves you have a really strong imagination. If you can imagine things that don't exist like ghosts and zombies and long-legged monsters, then you can think up other things that don't exist too, like technologies and medicines that haven't been invented yet. And that means you could be the one who invents them. Plus, this story is really quite funny too. But we just wanted to warn you, in case you'd rather not read a story about scary things or dead people right now. That's okay, you can always come back to it later. And even if you don't, you'll find many other stories in this podcast series, so you've still got plenty to help your mind expand. If you don't mind a bit of spooky fun, though, then let us continue. And as they say in Scotland, Fair ghosties and ghoulies and lang-leggedy beasties, may the good Lord deliver us. There's an old tradition in Scotland. The last person buried in a graveyard must guard that graveyard. The guardian's job is to scare away anyone who tries stealing the flowers left by gravestones, or who draws rude messages on the gravestones, or who doesn't pick up their litter. We know this because we were told by our friends Stanley and Sheena. They're Scottish, so they should know. And Stanley also told us about one man who particularly enjoyed being a graveyard guardian. Called Johnny. When Johnny was alive, everyone agreed he was a horrible person. He shouted and spat at anyone who came to his house. Yes, schoolchildren who sometimes knocked on his door for a dare, but even the milkman, the postman, and... Well... That was it, really. Johnny didn't have any friends. He was cold to everyone living in that village. That's why they called him Cold Johnny. When he died, the only person at his funeral was the vicar, and even he didn't want to be there. But when Cold Johnny was buried, he took exceptional pleasure from his new job as guardian of the kirkyard. If anyone walked near the kirkyard, they would suddenly feel a bony finger tapping their shoulder. 
And when they turned around, there was the skeleton of Cole Johnny, glaring at them with wide eye sockets that shone with an eerie blue light, his wispy white skull frowning at them with leering lumps where his eyebrows should have been, and a hideous grin stretched from ear hole to ear hole as he screeched, Get it! And whoever that person was, they went scream and spin and run as fast as they could till they'd run completely out of this story. Oh yes, Cold Johnny relished his position as guardian of his village kirkyard. His village didn't have a milkman anymore, because the milkman's old route had taken him past the graveyard, and the milkman had felt a bony finger tapping his shoulder, and when he turned around, there was the skeleton of Tall Johnny, glaring at him with those wide eye sockets shining with their eerie blue light, that wispy white skull frowning at him with its leery lumpy brows, and that hideous grin stretching from ear hole to ear hole with a screech of, Get hurt! And the milkman had screamed and spun and sprinted as fast as he could till he'd raced completely out of this story. That's what happened to the postman too, and all the children who had once played pranks in the village, along with their grown-ups. In fact, eventually, the only people who lived in that village were people who didn't want to go out. Grumpy and greedy misers, who liked nothing better than to sit at home all day and count their money. People like Cold Johnny himself had once been. But for this story to begin, we actually have to go to a wild and lonely glen, a few villages away, where a young laddie lived with his mother and father. They weren't very rich. In fact, they were rather poor. So poor that, right at the start of this story... The wee laddie's parents were worried that they didn't have enough money to look after him anymore. Fortunately, the laddie had an aunt and uncle who were rich. Very rich. So his parents sent him to live with them, all those many villages away, in a wilder and lonelier glen. And which village did the young laddie's aunt and uncle live in? The very same village as... Called Johnny. Because the laddie's aunt and uncle lived in that village, you already know the kind of people they were. Crabby and grippy. Exactly the kind of people who did not want a wee laddie coming to live with them. The laddie was family, so they let him stay. But they began treating him like Cinderella. They didn't let the laddie join them for their daily roast. Instead, they just gave him bread that had gone mouldy after languishing in the dark, dank, rank cupboards for too long. After a short while, though, even that became too much for the aunt and uncle. They felt they were wasting too many of their precious pennies having that laddie living in their house. It cost way too much having to buy all that bread and leave it to go mouldy in their cupboards before the laddie could eat it so they decided to get rid of the laddie. But what could they do? They couldn't get rid of him themselves. Getting rid of children is the kind of thing grown-ups can go to prison for, and then the aunt and uncle wouldn't be able to count their coins anymore. No, they needed a way to get rid of the laddie without it looking like the aunt and uncle had anything to do with it. 
That was when an idea popped into the aunt's head. Who else lived in the village with them? Called Johnny! All they had to do was send the laddie to do a job that would take him near the kirkyard. Then the laddie would feel a bony finger tapping his shoulder. And when he turned around, he would see the skeleton of cold Johnny glaring at him with those wide eye sockets shining with their eerie blue light, that wispy skull frooning at him with its leering lumps, and that hideous grin screeching for earhole to earhole with a screech of Get Root! And then the laddie would scream and whirl and scramble as fast as he could until he had sped completely out of this story. Yes, it was the perfect plan. Now all they needed was a way to send the laddie to the kirkyard without him suspecting anything. If the laddie thought for a moment that something scary might be at the kirkyard, he might not want to go. And then the plan would be ruined. So the aunt put on her sweetest voice and called, Oh, That was part one of Called Johnny. To find out how the aunt plans to send the laddie to face Called Johnny, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? All I'd like you to do is talk to a friend about this podcast so you can share Called Johnny's story with them. And if that friend has never heard of our podcast before, even better. Tell them to search for Fables and Fairy Tales in any podcast player. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. So, cheerio, and I hope to hear your story soon. Soon.